Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the five game NBA main slate on Sunday. Before we get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. If you guys are playing NFL tomorrow, make sure to check out my final look video that I uploaded a few hours ago. Also, I'll be doing a NFL live stream before lock general Q&A. So uh, if you want to, if you have some questions for me, make sure to come check out that stream as well. Um, if you guys are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. I'll put a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you, could, if you could take a minute or two out of your day, leave a five-star rating and review. That would really help me out. Every single rating review on Apple Podcasts just boosts me up in those rankings. Um, if you guys are interested in signing up for premium content, again, uh, for a few different packages, uh, NFL and NBA package, we go we cover the main slate and the showdown slates, and then eSports package, that includes Call of Duty and CSGO. And I want to thank the, the sponsor for today's video, Prize Picks. So, NBA, there's two different ways you can play. Uh, the first way is taking over, under, on fancy points, and the second way is taking over, under, and like, single stats. So, taking straight up over, under, and points, rebounds, assists, three-pointers made. Um, you can mix and match sports. So, if you guys want to try it out, sign up using my code, DKDFS. That is DKDFS. All one word, you get 100% match up to $100. And finally, I want to thank you guys for all of your support on uh, the NBA videos, the NFL videos, the live streams. Again, we've been getting like 300-plus concurrent viewers in the live streams. I really do appreciate all you guys. Um, let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. Um, and then make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell as well. All right, so before we talk about players and the prices for the five-game slate, we can look back at my lineup here from Saturday's uh, NBA main slate. So the main slate I got in the money in the low-stakes GPPs. Um, I was the first one out in the $100 single entry. So, yay. But, uh, yeah, so Giannis Antetokounmpo, massive foul trouble. Just one slate. That's all I ask, guys. One slate without... Random blowouts or massive foul trouble. That's all I ask. Uh, yeah, Giannis probably lost seven, eight minutes, which some people might say, think, oh, that's not that much. Well, for Giannis, that's like 15 fancy points. So just super frustrating, unpredictable stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, and then also the Miami Heat going to overtime. So I was, I was in the Patreon live stream, I was hammering home. I was like, all right, if I'm building an optimum lineup, I think I'm going to try to get to at least one of the big three of Miami of Hero, Jimmy, and Bam. Um, but I told everyone I was going a little bit contrarian, going completely stars and scrubs. I went to, you know, a super low on John Morant. Um, and then I used a, a low on Steven Adams. So I was really high on for the show on site as well. He did really good. But yeah, the value, I mean, there are so many guys underpriced, right? We had Duarte, we had Barnes, we had Chua, we had Bain, we had Melton. Like, all were so underpriced. So I went that stars and scrubs route. Luca had a decent game. And Giannis, a massive foul trouble. And then I went to a low Owen Ja, who was fine, uh, but probably needed a little bit more from him. Um, so, yeah, that's it for the look back, guys. Again, it was a solid night for myself. And then going over the winning lineup, this is in, again, the Thunderdome, which is a $5,300 entry. So winning lineup is Luca, Duarte, Barnes, Giannis, Chua, Melton, George, and Bain. So looks very similar to mine. They use three stars. Um, they use just Paul George instead of uh, John Morant. And, uh, yeah, you'll see ownership, right? 85% Scotty Barnes, 71% Duarte, 71% Giannis. Uh, Precious was, was way more popular in the super high-stakes stuff, 42%. Um, and some of the other stuff, like lower stakes, he was like 10 to 15%. Uh, Melton, 57%. Bain was only 14%. But, um, yeah, that was it for uh, the look back, guys. So, um, reviewing the five-game slate, let's see. <clears throat> How many Vegas odds do we have out right now? 
So that Hornets game is not on the main slate. Uh, Magic and Knicks, 215 over under. This one does have some blowout rest. The Knicks are 12-point favorites. Warriors and Kings at 231 over under. The Warriors are 3.5-point favorites. All right, so start off with Boston. And the, uh, the thing to keep an eye on here is Jalen Brown, currently uh, questionable at 8.1K. If Jalen Brown is out, um, Jason Tatum's going to look really good this price point. Houston, uh, terrible on the defensive end. And, uh, yeah, if they're without one of their main guys, Tatum is going to look like a really good play, sub-9K. Um, as far as the bigs go and Robert Williams and Al Horford, I think both are decent options. Again, Robert Williams did lose some minutes. Now, there was a massive blowout, but he was probably on pace to play low 30s minutes. And we know Robert Williams is a really solid point prevent a guy who can stay out of foul trouble. So no issue with him or Al Horford, again, who came in, played 25 minutes, had a double-double. Both those guys are decent options. Probably a small lean to Robert Williams for me. As far as the rest of Boston goes, like they're all kind of secondary plays. Uh, Smart, Schroeder, Josh Richardson... No one really standing out uh, for me here. Let's move on to Houston. So Houston, Christian Wood, well, can someone tell me why he played 22 first-half minutes uh, yesterday? That, that mean, I, I was looking, I was at the game, I was looking at my phone, I see 22 first-half minutes for Christian Wood. So what was going on there? Um, but yeah, he played uh, 33 minutes in a massive blowout and absolutely crushed 61 fancy points. Um a little bit of a tougher match here against Boston, but still firmly in play. He's going to play big minutes as long as the game stays competitive. Kevin Porter Jr. bounced back in a big way, almost 50 fancy points. Um, I think he's a fine GPP play. I'm not chasing the Jay Sean Tate game. I know he had a big game. I'll let others chase that. Um, I do think Jalen Green is fine because the minutes. Uh, again, though, he's not really doing a lot in the peripheral stats, which does make him a little riskier. Um, And then that's probably it for me. <clears throat> like, Daniel Tice probably plays around 20 minutes. It's a revenge. Oh, wait. No, it is revenge game narrative. Sorry. Revenge game narrative. Sorry. Um, and then you have Sengen, who's probably going to play around 15 to 20 minutes off the bench. But um, I don't think either are going to be necessary in this slate. Moving on to the Magic, who might be the worst team in the league. Um, them and OKC. I want to see them play each other. Uh, see who ends up winning. But um, two bigs for the Magic I kind of like here, even a tough matchup. Like, they played... Big minutes, even a blowout. Mobamba played 34 minutes, and the game was a massive blowout. And Wadokar Jr. played a lot more last game. First game only played 19 minutes, which was a little bit weird, but that pre- uh, previous game played 30 minutes. Again, these two guys have a pretty high floor, and if they stay out of foul trouble, have a high ceiling. Um, so I like Bamba and Carter Jr. I think both are solid plays in the mid-range. Jalen Suggs, the price went way up, but he's still viable. <clears throat> Should play around 30 minutes. Has not had a good shooting game yet. 3 of 14, 4 of 17. Well, he put up 37 fantasy points while still uh, only shooting 4 of 17. So um, I, I think Suggs is, is firmly in play kind of in the mid-range. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Franz Wagner because the minutes 32, 34 minutes, but he hasn't been super productive. I'm moving on to the Knicks. So the Knicks, uh, there's definitely some risk here with the uh, potential for a blowout. But if the game can stay close, I think Julius Randle could smash. He went for 50 fancy points in basically three quarters last game. So I do like Randle a good amount. Again, a little bit worried about the blowout. As far as the rest of the Knicks go, I'm not going to go to Fournier, Kemba, Barrett. I'll pass. Um, Mitchell Robinson, 5.3K. I think probably plays around 30 minutes. Um, I think he's a fair play at that price. Uh, a guy that is a good shot blocker, does have some upside. But <clears throat> that's probably it for the Knicks. So let's move on to Philadelphia. Um, so right now we have Joel Embiid questionable. I expect him to play. I think he's going to be questionable going into every game, but he'll end up playing. Um, Andre Drummond is doubtful, so 
<clears throat> we'll get to who I think plays the backup five there. But yeah, Joel Embiid, assuming he plays, um, I think is one of the best spun-ups. I mean, look at this matchup. He's going up against the Thunder, right? Isaiah Roby, Derek Favor. Like, he should be able to... You, did you just see what Christian Wood did in three quarters to the Thunder team? So, if Embiid plays, I think he makes a really, really good spun-up. Don't mind Tobias Harris. Obviously, got a great matchup here for the 76ers. And then I think Tyrus Maxey's firmly in play in the mid-range. Should play mid-30s minutes. 34 and 36 minutes first couple games. That's really good to see. So those are my three main targets there for Philly. As far as who I think plays the backup five, well, um, <clears throat> it could be Charles Bassey. It could be uh, an undersized Paul Reed. I think it's be one of those two. Um, maybe since the Thunder a little bit undersized, it might be Paul Reed at the flat men price. So, yeah, if Drummond does get ruled out and you want to, like, take a like a low-owned GPP flyer, flyer and, like, a Paul Reed and hope he plays, like, 15 minutes, I don't think it's the worst idea. Uh, but, again, large field tournament play only. Moving on to the Thunder. How? How? But, um, yeah, he was the absolute chalk in everything, especially high stakes, like 80 to 90% lastly, and just a massive bust. So I do think the ownership drops a little bit. However, the price is still too cheap, right? If this game stays competitive, SGA is going to play 35 minutes. He's going to be their clear go-to guy. So um, fine going right back to the wall there with SGA. As far as the rest of Thunder, it's really hard to trust Anyone, I think, besides Josh Kitty at 4-7, um, I think he'll probably play in a competitive game 25 to 30 minutes. But, man, this Thunder team is just bad, bad, bad. If you want to take some flyers and some of these other guys and GBPs, go for it. I'm not going to be messing with it. Uh, Golden State and Sacramento. So this is a pretty high total game, 230-plus. Steph Curry is now 11K. Um, but I still think he's firmly in play. He's going to play probably about 35 minutes. This is a great matchup. And, um, yeah, you saw what Steph can do when he gets hot. Like, last game, 60-plus fancy points. So, um, I like him a lot here for GPPs. I'm probably still going to pass on Draymond and Wiggins um, with their Mets being limited. Um, Jordan Poole, 5'7". It's been a little bit frustrating. He hasn't closed games. Um, so right now, I'll put him in the GPP-only category for me. Now, one big piece of news to keep an eye on here is Andre Iguodala. Um, for some reason, the dust of Iguodala has been playing like 25 minutes a game. But if he's out, that's a lot of minutes to go around. So would assume a lot of those, those minutes go to guys like Otto Porter and Bielitsa, who are both good point per minute guys. So if there's no Iguodala, I do as mention Bielitsa and Otto Porter. However, knowing Steve Kerr and knowing how he's one of the worst coaches in the league, he's probably going to throw minutes to one of these like random end of the bench guys instead of giving minutes to their actual good players in Bielitsa and Otto Porter. Um, and then Looney at 3-5, he'll start and play 15 minutes. He'll probably get 15 fancy points if you want to take that. Uh, Damian Lee, however, has played about 30 minutes last couple games. You know, 19, 16 fantasy points is not great, but he's been in the closing lineup. So if he's going to continue to close and play around 30 minutes, then I think he's fine. The only issue is he's only point guard eligible, and point guard is kind of loaded today. I'm moving on to Sacramento. So um, I do look this price a good amount here in De'Aaron Fox for this matchup. Again, it should be an up-tempo game. Um, I don't know if he's going to be super popular, but he should play, you know, mid-30s minutes. So I do like Fox a good amount. He did this last year. He did this last year. <clears throat> he had like five or six straight games, Harrison Barnes, where he went for like 40-plus fancy points. And then I finally bought in, and he went for like 15 fancy points. The Harrison Barnes that I know. This is not the Harrison Barnes that I know. He's not going to be like the leader of the team averaging like 55 fancy points a game. That's not who Harrison Barnes is. He's a stand-in-the-corner shoot-three guy. So, yes, it's a revenge game, Meredith. Yes, he's gone for 50-plus fancy points. I don't know what to do here. If I play him, he's going to bust. If I fade him, he's going to go for 50 again. So, 
I just don't know. I'm shaking my head because, yeah, obviously 50-plus fans points last couple games in the minutes have looked great for Harrison Barnes. He's been rebounding the ball really well. Uh, I just don't know if I trust it, but, uh, God, I can already imagine me playing Harrison Barnes and going for 15 fancy points. And you're going to see me tilt pretty hard on Twitter if that is the case, if I do end up playing him tomorrow. Um, if I fade, lock him in for 50. The rest of uh, Sacramento guys that healed Halberton, they're kind of secondary options. Now, I do have some interest in Rashawn Holmes. I think people might get scared of this 18-minute uh, game last game. Don't be scared. Don't game log watch. He got in severe foul trouble and fouled out. That's the reason he only played 18 minutes. The first game, he played 29 minutes. Um, he's an energy big, probably plays 25 to 30 minutes. Um, I think Holmes is a really solid play at 5.9K. Um, Bagley's basically out of this rotation. I will mention Davion Mitchell at 3.9 because of the minutes. He played 32 minutes. However, he's more out there for his defense, right? He's a good defender, not really going to do much um, on the offensive end uh, right now. So I'll just mention him because of those minutes. All right, and finally, Memphis and L.A. Well, everyone's free on Memphis again, so that's fun. But we'll start at the top, John Morant. I don't think he's going to be super popular. Um, had another solid game today. Uh, went for, like, what, 43, 44 fancy points. Uh, Lakers have been struggling a little bit. I think he plays around 35 minutes, so as a contrarian spend-up option, I think John Morant is firmly in play. Triple J, don't mind him in the mid-range. It's just a matter of, again, how many how many Grizzlies do you want? Um, you know, he's prone to foul trouble, but always in play for tournaments. Uh, Steven Adams, I like a 5K. I still think this is too cheap. He didn't close tonight in the game. That's because the Clippers went small. This is a bigger front court against the Lakers, so, like, I don't think they close with, like, Triple J. I would think Steven Adams closes uh, the game tomorrow. But either way, I think he plays at least 25 minutes no matter what. He's just a high floor. So I think he's a really safe play at that price. And then Bain and Melton, for some reason, are only 4.2K each. Both played 30 minutes plus tonight. Uh, both are going to be, you know, key parts of this offense. So I like both Bain and Melton a good amount once again. <laughs> and finally, the LA Lakers. So uh, big three. AD, LeBron, and Westbrook all over 9K. Now, the minutes have been really high in Anthony Davis, 38 and 39 minutes. So if he's going to continue to play almost 40 minutes a game, I really like AD. They're running a lot of him at the uh, the five. Um, again, Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan are getting like 10 minutes each, but you're getting a lot of AD at the five minutes. Westbrook did bounce back, um, went for almost 50 fantasy points last game. I'll say he's the riskiest of the big three. And then LeBron at 9.1K. feels like a good price. Again, the big, they're playing big minutes, 37 minutes last couple games for LeBron. Um definitely viable. So I've interest in all three uh, of the Lakers guys with Westbrook probably, probably being the riskiest. Now, the rest of the Lakers, it's just hard for me to get to anyone. Mello probably plays mid-20s minutes, same with Baysmore, but they don't really stand out their respective prices. Again, Dwight, DeAndre Jordan, they're probably going to play around 10 minutes each, 13 and 10 minutes for Jordan, um, and then Dwight Howard, uh, 13 and 9. So I don't know if it's necessary to go there on the slate. Um, Malik Monk, Rondo, they probably play mid-teens, mids off the bench. I guess Rondo's a little bit interesting at that price, but, like, yeah, just there's just not much other than the big three that I'm looking to for the Lakers. So, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for the video today. If you have been enjoying the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and let me know how you guys did tonight. Uh, thanks again, guys. Have a great day, and I will see you all in the next video.